0: Hello, this is Jim Metzner. And I'm Bob Berman. And you have here in between your ears, Astounding Universe, our weekly attempt to channel the amazing things of the cosmos through the vast and storied mind of Bob Berman with me as his faithful sidekick. And today, what a wonderful word. Grace us with this word, Bob. Cloud iridescence iridescence now there's a word that poets can sing and scholars can write about so somewhere between the poetry and the science we've got iridescence but
1: cloud iridescence what's that all about? it's something that is easy to see and we all see it even if we're trying not to especially during this warm half of the year, and especially if we're wearing sunglasses, which a lot of us do outdoors. So the idea is look toward any white clouds, to the fringes of the white clouds, especially those that are sort of near the sun. And very often, more often than you'd even think possible, you'll see that those white fringes turn into these incredible colors, not prismatic colors, spectral colors, not the colors of a rainbow, meaning red, green, blue, and all the rest. These are the kind of colors you'd see in peacocks and and, and seashells. These are iridescent colors. They're, They're a special kind of color.
0: Does this mean that I would have had to have switched from the decaf to the caffeinated or put other magical substances in my coffee? This is completely unaided by uh, any hallucinogens of any kind. This is a totally
1: natural... It is, and it's always gorgeous because the colors are so they are so sweet. They're so pure. They're like bluish green, not just blue or green. They're purples and violets and browns and reddish-browns and yellows and exquisite colors that can make up entire sheets of high white clouds. And when you see them and point them out to a friend, they often say, oh, look, a rainbow. But no, it's not a rainbow. It's not opposite the sun. It's not rainbow-type colors. It's a lot prettier than a rainbow. All right, so the edges of
0: clouds in the summertime, what time of day are we talking about? Any
1: time of day. And sometimes it's not just the edges. It's entire sheets of high, thin, in other words, cirrus clouds. You'll see sheets of these fabulous uh, violets and blues and yellows and maroons, and, and there'll be colors unlike that that you ever see in the rest of nature, unlike the prismatic colors that a piece of cut glass might throw on a wall in your house, unlike the rainbow colors, because it's a different process than than produces all these others. And you're going to tell us what that
0: process is in a way that I and our listeners can understand?
1: Yes. Okay. The other colors that we see where white light is broken into colors is refraction that's when light is bent, and different colors are bent at different angles, and so the colors that make up white light are changed back into the colors that they are. Instead of being scrambled together like an omelet, the individual colors come back out again, and that's refraction. That's what gives us, let's say, a rainbow. But in iridescence, what happens is the light waves are interfering with other light waves, destroying them, cancelling them out. So some colors are forced to disappear, leaving other colors present, and those colors are forced to mix in strange ways with yet other colors to produce new colors that are not part of the radiations that come from the sun and the stars. And that's what makes them so unique. Now, is it the clouds that's doing this? Is that where the mixing... It is in the cloud. What happens is that the edges of clouds often have droplets of different sizes. So as the light from the sun is hitting these droplets and are being refracted, it starts with refraction being bounced out to the side. They go through different sized droplets so that the waves of one light frequency meet the middle of a wave of the next light frequency because of those different sized droplets and because of that there's a cancelling out or destruction of some colors of light and an enhancement of other colors and that's what concocts these new combinations we see Iridescence in roadside puddles, oily puddles beside the road. We see it in peacock feathers. We see it in, in seashells, mother of pearl. That's where we also get those strange, non-prismatic, non-spectral colors. Now I got, when, as soon as you said the puddle
0: and the oil, I got it. Now I know what you're talking about. Because with the clouds, I was thinking, well, maybe I've just, really, you know, like Jody Mitchell, maybe I haven't seen <laughs> clouds from both <laughs> sides now. I was like, okay, well, I'll take you a word for that one. But
1: yes, of course, that's iridescence. Yes, and cloud iridescence is something every week. You'll see it even a couple of times a week. If you start looking up at high, thin white clouds or the fringes of white clouds near the sun, you, you have to see it. Even before a week is up, and then point it out to your friends, and they'll say, "What is that and it's even a pretty word, isn't it? It's mellifluous cloud iridescence lovely there's a t shirt for you well, so
0: now, when fans and friends next time for you after, meet Bob and I at an event or something like that, just come up to him, give him the knowing nod, and say, "Iridescence, and you know you'll get the secret handshake. <laughs> All right. You got me looking up now. Now I know what to look for. That's great, man. Thank you. So, much iridescence to you all. I'm Jim Messer. And I'm Bob Berman. This is Astounding Universe, and we'll catch you next time.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.